0: Welcome back to the Unmute Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about backups and how we back up our systems and some tips and tricks for you to back up your systems. And with me today, I've
1: got Michael. How you doing, Michael? Uh, Michael B. Get get it right, because, you know, people might hear other Michaels. I'm doing great, Marty, and yourself. Doing good, doing good. So we're going to be talking about
0: backups. So you want to start out with your backup process.
1: Certainly. So for people who have listened to the unmute presents call or joined us live, which we are live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time, at 1 p.m. Eastern, you can go to acb.community to get more information about how you can join those calls live. We have kind of went through a period where I was on Windows, then I was on Mac, then I was back on Windows. Now I'm back on Mac. And I, I have this thing called commitment issues when it comes to technology. And one of the problems 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 with me and my lack of commitment is the fact that I always need to access any of my files, no matter what device I am on. So backing up is very important to me. For the longest time, I did not have one of these. But right now I have a two terabyte uh, SSD that allows me to put files on it. Right now, I just have like media content and audio content on that. For my most important files, I actually use Google Drive. And in Google Drive, I have a folder called documents. And that's where I pretty much save anything, including Reaper projects that I work on or, or, other projects. Because if I decide to reset my computer, or I decide to use a different device, all I need to do is log into Google Drive. And once I'm logged into Google Drive, my passwords are saved in one password for Google Drive, then I can access the documents folder and get access to any of my content. Now, that might not work right for everyone, and I don't use an automated backup solution, but that's how I am able to keep all my files straight. What about you, Marty? How, how do you keep your stuff straight or keep your files backed up on your computers?
0: Backed up, maybe? Straight? Uh, not sure how <laughs> straight it is. So, my process currently is I'm running a one terabyte Internal SSD. I'm running a two terabyte external USB C SSD. And then I have iCloud backup. You know, it's more of an insurance policy. I have the extra backup, whatever tier, you know, for my phone and my iPad. Mm -hmm. And I also use it on the computer as well to just have kind of an insurance policy back stuff up make sure that uh it's just one more make sure it's backed up type of situation i also use dropbox dropbox i actually do pay for the two terabyte tier and I make sure I have my folders organized. I'm making sure that I, you know, I'm putting things where they need to go. For example, anything unmute, we have an unmute folder. Now, uh, the thing that I like about Dropbox is the ability to be able to organize things however you want. It's kind of like a hard drive virtually, it's, you know, off your computer. So if you, need to back stuff up off-site, that's already taken care of for you, you know? So if you ever have any kind of damage, any kind of fire, flood, anything like that, you know that your stuff is going to be backed up, you know, off-site, which is pretty important, actually, because you can have all the hard drives in the world in your house, but if it burns down, well, that's not very good. So I would definitely suggest having at least one backup off site. The other thing I love about Dropbox is, as you know, Michael, we're always sharing files, demos, this thing, that thing you know, with either, uh, each other or with other people that are on our team or, you know, clients, things like that. So Dropbox comes in really handy for something like that. Even if I'm on the go and uh, you send me a file and you need me to share this particular demo that we just finished for a client, you know, I could just easily, uh, Go into my Dropbox on my phone I can find that file and I could immediately just share that out to the client straight away so it's easy in that sense also that you're able to sort of take care of business from wherever you don't only have to be on your computer at home so I like it for that as well very versatile Um, in terms of services now services are also cloud backup but you pay you know, a monthly fee, for example, and then you're just automatically having your backups, you know, go automatically to that service, whatever's on your computer every night, say at two o'clock in the morning or whatever the case is. Now, Michael, do you use any of these services or what do you have for services at the moment?
1: So for services, I don't actually pay for anything like Backblaze. Uh, I used to pay for a tool and I haven't used it since I switched my workflow because ultimately... My my workflow is I'm using Google Drive like you're using Dropbox. Although maybe I should switch that around, uh, which it wouldn't really take me that much to switch that workflow. Uh, I used to pay for a service though called Arc A R Q, and Arc would allow you to pick any of these cloud services, so Dropbox, OneDrive, Google Drive, uh, uh, Amazon S three, wherever you wanted to send your files to, and Arc would work like a service that Marty was kind of mentioning. So. At 2 a.m. or whenever you set the time, what it would do is it would make a full backup of your computer. The first time takes a little while, but once it's in, in all of these other services like Backblaze or uh, I can't think of any other one that that is a paid backup service, but they all pretty much work the same they'll make a complete backup of your computer. And again, the first time it's going to take a while because there's a lot of data on your computer. Uh, but in future, what you can set it to is on a regular reoccurring time, you can have it backup any files that have either changed or been added that aren't currently in the backup. The gotcha with this that, that makes it a little bit different than using something like Dropbox or Google Drive um, as your file management or your storage solution is that you it, it's all or nothing, pretty much. So you can go find files and you can go through and 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 dig deep through different backups, but they're intended to allow you to restore all of your data and do that all at once marty have you used any backup cloud service or not
0: no i have actually as a matter of fact one that you brought up a little bit ago called backblaze i'm not currently using backblaze right now although i should be i'm thinking about good insurance policy yeah definitely good insurance policy for sure Uh, Speaking of insurance policy, a couple things to note with Backblaze, which are really great features, is, you know, it'll back up your internal hard drive. You set it up for the time you want it to go. So, like I said earlier, you can do 2 o'clock in the morning. It'll automatically start backing up. Now, you know, when it does that, it's only going to back up the files that are new files that need to backed up. It doesn't need to back up files it already has. So it's somewhat smart in that way where it's not going to try and back up, you know, 500 gigs, 700 gigs every night, the whole entire drive. It's just going to be the changed file. So if you have some files that are new, it'll back up those. Another uh, great thing about Backblaze is they have this program where if you have a catastrophic loss at your house for example your computer completely you know goes out the window or you have a flood or a fire or something like that instead of trying to get a new situation with new computer or maybe you get to a different location on a temporary computer whatever it is and trying to download all of that data which could be gigs and gigs and gigs or even terabytes what you can do is contact them and they'll send you all of your data on an external hard drive so that you can just plug that in and just revert all your backup back that is nice yeah it is really nice and they give you two options you can either just keep that drive and they'll just charge you for the drive i it depends on the drive and the time and the cost and all of that stuff Uh but yeah you could just keep that drive now if you get the drive you back up all your stuff and you make sure you have everything on your computer and you're happy with that you can send the drive back and then they will just refund your money and they'll just keep their drive and give you your money back for the cost of whatever that external hard drive would have been so that's a really great feature they also have apps on your devices as well if you need to find something you can use their app and get on your phone tablet or whatever i believe they also have a login you know through a web browser if you have a catastrophic situation and you need to go somewhere where you maybe you don't have your own computer i believe there's a way to log in through the web browser as well and be able to find your data that way so they do have a lot of good options it is cross-platform it works on windows and mac and it is accessible so they're really good
1: across the board in in all of that Speaking of that, how would you back up your mobile device and, and on your iPhone? Does that automatically back up or what, what, what's that process?
0: so on mobile device my setup is it will back up at night that's when it usually does its backup you got to be plugged into power actually there's a new feature here what used to happen was you would make sure that your backup is on you make sure that you have enough cloud storage so if you don't you know Apple doesn't give you very much out of the gate so you'll want to at least get maybe one bump up which I think is 99 cents a month or something like that and then they have a bunch of tiers that go up from there but you would back up you would plug in your phone to power make sure it's getting charged and then it would back up at night you have to make sure you're on your Wi-Fi that's how it used to be they've added a feature now where you can also back over cellular data if you choose to do that so when you go into the settings to pick up to pick how you want to have your backup set up you can choose to turn that on or off so you could say back backup only on Wi-Fi if you're limited on data and you don't want to blow your data plan out. If you don't have a lot of data, then you can just choose only Wi-Fi. But if you're not concerned about your data or you want to make sure you get a backup and uh, you... Maybe aren't at home, don't have Wi-Fi, whatever the case is, you can't turn that feature on and you can now back up over cellular as well. So same theory, you want to make sure that your phone is plugged into power and then you can either back up either one, both, however you want to do it. So what about you, Michael? What are you doing?
1: I do similar things if you're on android you can also set it up so it'll automatically back up your device once a day when it's plugged into power and uh android one thing to be aware of though is if you set up an android device and your first account that you log into is a google workspace account you'll know if you're using google workspace that's pretty much if it's you're paying google for your uh google account you cannot use their automated backup solution. So my recommendation for people who may be using a Google Workspace account on their Android device is sign into a personal Google account first. Then you can make backups of your phone automatically all day long without any problems. Then add your Google Workspace account after you get your phone set up. Google does have Google One, which allows you to pay for additional functionality and uh, allows you the ability to share that storage with your family or other people that may be on your Google account. Now, one last thing to be aware of is that the iPhone will allow you temporarily if you're switching to another device to increase your storage space so a full backup can be made of your device without you having to pay for it. I don't recommend relying on this, but currently that is an option. And then if you go into the options to reset your iPhone to factory defaults, the first thing the phone will do before it even resets to factory defaults is it will make a backup of your phone to your iCloud account. So uh, be conscientious of that. And I think my last time my phone backed up. The last time my phone backed up, was it like 6.08 this morning? Um, so you can go into settings, tap on your name at the top, tap on uh, iCloud backup, and then that'll tell you when the last time your phone was uh, backed up.
0: Yeah, I think mine was backed up last night. I don't know, somewhere around nine ten o'clock, something like that. So yeah, I went in there, did your little go into your name and uh, check to see when... The backup
1: was, and that's when mine was. So you know, it's gonna
0: depend on when you plug your phone in and what time it is and all that good stuff.
1: And you can also force a backup right there as well if you need to to make a backup right now.
0: That is true.
1: And here is a quick tip.
0: If you're running low on storage on your actual device on the internal hard drive, what I would suggest doing is going through and looking at all the apps. Apps that you're not using, get rid of them, you know, take them off your device. People don't realize how much space some of these apps take up, especially things like GarageBand, iMovie. There's a bunch of apps that come on your device. And a lot of times you just don't even think about those apps, but those apps are really large. They have a lot of information inside of them and they take up quite a bit of hard drive space. So if you need to quickly gain some more hard drive space, then I would look at what you're using and look at what you're not using. And if it's something that you're just not using, get rid of it. And especially ones, like I said, GarageBand, iMovie, you know, stuff like that. Those are huge. They'll open up a lot of extra space on your device if you get rid of them. And if you do get rid of apps, you can always get them back later. So Mm. just because you get rid of it. yeah, Most of the time time you can get them back
1: because, yeah, every once in a while, the app will either get removed from the app store or the app developer remove it but i would say 99.9 of the time you can get them back
0: definitely so down the line if you ever got a new device with a bigger hard drive and you just want to get those apps back you can for the most part get them back they'll be like michael said there's going to be that one percent maybe that app got deleted from the yeah. app store or some crazy thing but it's for no the most compatible. part you'll get be able to get those apps back right now uh, we are in the holiday season and everyone's always looking for your stocking stuffers things like that to give to your your friends give to your family stuff like that so you know there's a lot of backup solutions you can get things like SD cards which are the little tiny squares if you have an SD card slot on your computer or you happen to have you know a hub that's got an SD card slot those are great they're small which can be good and bad actually because you could misplace them and then they're hard to find but they are very convenient they come in all kinds of hard Drive sizes They're easy to keep with your hub as long as you can keep track of them. They're handy and they're good to have around. Thumb drives, you know, the USB thumb drives, they come in all kinds of hard drive sizes. So you get them anywhere from, you know, 16, 32, 128. There's all kinds of, you know, sizes Terabyte. that you get. Yeah, terabytes. They're very, uh, inexpensive, easy to put in your pocket or in your travel bag. If you're moving around, quick to put it into the computer, back files up really quick. Also external hard drives. You know, you can get a. 2.5-inch, which is the small size, and you can get one that's bus-powered, which means you just plug the drive into the port on the computer. Typically, the standard now would be USB-C, and I would suggest looking for a SSD drive. It's going to be more durable and much faster than an old platter-style drive, which is a spinning disk in there so look around you know amazon all the places they're going to have all kinds of discounts deals on all the things also What else does everyone need? They got to keep their devices charged up. So, batteries, portable batteries, they're going to have all kinds of great sales and deals all over the place. So, Michael, what do you got? Any ideas? What do you think about portable batteries?
1: Yeah. So, one of the most frustrating things, and Mallory and I have a couple of these batteries around, and we've had them around for a while, and I never know if they're charged. So, this podcast is not sponsored by AT Guys, but I do work for them. And we are the home of the Accessible Power Bank. And we sell a power bank that will give you representation either audibly or tactily, so you can hear the beeps or it'll vibrate or beep and vibrate. And it'll tell you how much power is left in the power bank. One of the nice things about this is you can plug in AirPods or you can plug in an iPhone or you can plug another device into it. And it will tell you if that device is charging and then it'll recharge that device for you. So one of these power banks costs about $75. It's about the size of an iPhone 12 roughly, and it has a single button on the top right side of it. You press that button once and it'll beep up to four different times or vibrate and tell you, hey, I've got 75% battery or or the, those beeps will represent how much battery power is left. The 10,000 milliamp charger, which is the one that we currently have, is a charger that will recharge an iPhone about three and a half, four times or AirPods several times or other devices as well. You can charge devices by plugging in a USB-A cable or a USB-C cable. You can charge the power bank by plugging in a USB-C cable or a micro USB cable, and you get feedback both when it is charging the power bank or when the power bank is charging other devices, which is is really nice. I have a pair of the AirPod Pro 1s, which don't have a sound, and often I plug them in and I don't know if they're actually charging, but because the power bank gives me some audible feedback when something is plugged into the device i always know oh my my airpods are charging so i'm able to charge them it will not power a computer so if you need something that'll power a computer i am unaware of an accessible power bank that will power a computer with like ac or uh, it only passes 18 watts so it does not charge like a macbook or anything uh, though you theoretically could run a macbook on it but i i wouldn't recommend that because it will drain that battery quickly and not provide additional power to your computer so that's one solution i use and then of course we have these they're called halo is the one we have and they have like an ac power adapter so you can plug a, a, a computer into it they have a couple of usb ports on them they have a connection where you can plug in jumper cables to give a little bit of extra power to Older model cars and uh, the the gotcha with this one, though, is it doesn't provide any sort of audible feedback. So you'd have to use like a light detector or IRA to or eyes of a loved one to see how much battery power is left. What about you, Marty? How do you keep your backup power going to keep your devices charged?
0: Yeah. So I got a couple of different batteries that I keep in my various, you know, go bags, backpacks and stuff like that, depending on what I'm doing, if I'm just going to kind of be out for the day or maybe the night, you know, just for the weekend or whatever. I'll carry just a standard regular uh, battery that I can charge a couple of devices on it. And uh, so for example, like my phone, I could uh, recharge my phone, I think up to, you know, four or five times, you know, or I get maybe two, three rechargers on my phone and I can also charge my AirPods or anything else that may need to be charged. I will say one thing that's really great, and I would not these days buy a portable uh, power bank or anything for that matter, Uh, charging your actual battery with USB-C is amazing because you can use one cable kind of to do everything you don't have to Mm -hmm. go all right do i have my iphone cable okay do i have my watch cable oh and do i have whatever little tiny three and a half inch teeny weeny cable they want to give you to charge your battery some proprietary thing so it's great that you can charge your uh, battery with USB-C. definitely the way to go i would not get a battery that did not charge itself using a usb-c cable it's just standard you know i have them all over i can put one in every bag i don't have to worry about any kind of proprietary situation if i lose the one it came with you know i've got a bunch of others that'll all do the same thing and some even better you know steel braided cables stuff like that do you uh have cables michael you know AT guys that anyone yeah. might be interested in
1: yeah, so we do offer the Lightning to USB-A cable. We have a USB-C to USB-C cable and some audio cables. So we, we do offer several different types of cables. And I agree with you, Marty. Having a USB-C cable that can charge either your device or or charge the battery is super versatile and handy. And chances are, someone you go to or, or if you have to go somewhere and you don't happen to have a USB-C cable because it's not proprietary... You can either pick one up at the store, or someone probably already has one laying around. So uh, that is an, an additional nice feature of that. So with Definitely. that, do you have anything else you want to share about backing up today? Um, my my last piece of parting advice, and then you can wrap us up is, you know, whatever you do, make sure you have a backup, preferably a couple backups in a couple of different locations, but at least have a backup because. Everything on our devices, our computers, our phones, our our tablets, whatever we're using um, is is pretty much our whole life. And a lot of times you don't want to lose that. So keep at least one backup as an insurance policy and happy holidays.
0: Yep. Happy holidays, everyone. And uh, we'll see you next time.